1: Five minutes. Man, now that you don't care about baseball anymore because the Houston Astros lost, your team, the Houston Astros, your childhood favorite team, the team that you root for above and beyond any other professional team, the only professional team that you feel you have association, tie, or fandom of, the cheating Houston Astros, who reached the ALCS in seven consecutive seasons but will not reach the World Series this year because they were beat by Walkers, Texas Rangers. The Houston Astros, who only players to score runs last night were the two players that were cheating the last time that the Houston Astros won a World Series. That Houston Astros team. Do you feel like, Van, you'll be able to enjoy Game 7 in the NLCS tonight?
3: Oh, man, I was waiting for a question. (laughs) <laughs> um, by the way, Jose Altuve is one of two people on the 2017 <laughs> Houston Astros who did not cheat. Let's make that clear. Jose Altuve and Josh Reddick are the good guys, and everyone else was just dirty, disgusting cheaters. What's his
1: name? Josh has a Reddick? Yeah. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. sweet.
3: He's really good.
1: Yes. <laughs> Steve.
3: <laughs> yes. It's a game seven. Where, where I don't do care whatever he, sport. He has
1: that buzzer that was on his chest, like, Framed somewhere?
3: No, he, has, he had an awful tattoo that he didn't want people to see. <laughs> the buzzers weren't a real thing. That was oh. a conspiracy theory. Oh, sorry. It's a Game 7. I'm a sports fan. I don't care if it's Game 7 of lacrosse. Do lacrosse have Game 7s? Are there Game 7s believe they. Play I don't studios. care if it's Game 7 of lacrosse. Mm-hmm. It's the most exciting moment in sports, especially with my favorite sport. I've been to a lot of D-backs games. I'm kind of like not a secondary but like third and dairy D-backs fan. So like a itty-bitty piece of me is rooting for the Arizona D-backs because they deserve better from their fans. Are you? Causing- I don't know if you've seen – have you ever been to Cardinal Stadium or D-back Stadium and watched a professional <laughs> sport? Have you been to any of those establishments to watch professional football and or professional baseball? But- are you calling They've them... never once had home field advantage in either of those stadiums. Correct. They deserve better. So hopefully, with this momentum of a World Series berth and or victory, the Diamondbacks organization can start having actual fans instead of these fair-weather transplants in Phoenix who don't support their own team. It's sad. Go D-backs.
1: Are you calling them the D-backs? Because in the opening segment, you called them the Demonbacks? Over and over again, due to your years of fandom.
3: Yes, that is exactly why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> slippery snakes. Mm-hmm. Slippery snakes. Oh, that's a snack. What's the, the process out snack? on uh, Marte going deep on the first at bat? Take it. I'd take it. Sweet, I'm in. <laughs> Let's go scream like maniacs. The taxer is going crazy about. All right, so a friend of the show, Isaac, is suggesting that. Um, Taylor Swift should buy into the ownership group of the Raiders, then the Raiders should trade for Travis Kelsey. That will pull Tom Brady out of retirement, and then the two of they will go undefeated for the rest of the series. Or excuse me, the rest of the season. <sighs> Raiders but, fan is the weirdest. Book it. Yeah, mean, I love this
3: storyline. That's genius.
1: <laughs> Taylor Swift has has a what do you call it a residency there. Yeah, she? she's so. like permanent. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense. It, this is all coming together. The part that's different with the Raiders than any other team is the ownership is not the same. So Mark Davis, who is the son of Al Davis, right, who has never met a barber. So Mark Davis owns and runs the Raiders. He needs that paycheck. I'm not saying he's struggling financially, but he doesn't have other thing like every other NFL owner has. Yeah, This is just his thing. Like You'd think Mark, he'd be better
3: at it. You would think. So he's great at expanding the brand. He's great at making money. He's great at corporate sponsorships. He's great at packing that stadium. As far as his front office prowess goes, no, not so much. Not there.
1: That John Gruden stuff was wild weird. So weird. So weird. Their coach now sucks. There's a reason he's only an offensive coordinator. Yes. Like, let him just be an offensive coordinator. Let him do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. you're a really good coordinator. Mm-hmm. Some guys are talent. Other guys are coordinators. Yeah. Like,
3: I mean, head coaches are just game managers anyways. You just kind of make sure that your offensive and defensive coordinators have the right game plan in place. The offensive, defensive coordinators, these are the people who are actually working with the players, establishing the real game plan. The head coach is to make sure everyone's accountable for their actual jobs.
1: It's all about the game and how you play it. It's a Triple H song, man. I got oh, you there. that's nice. Mark Davis pulls a paycheck is all I'm trying to say. These other guys don't pull paychecks. They just let the value grow and let the value grow. And then the paper that they have all this money, like that's their thing. Not for Mark Davis. Mark Davis is paying his mortgage out of being the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Sean Khan's not doing that in Jacksonville. I mean,
3: do any of them? Does any other None owner them, in the NFL? Literally that not. their primary gig? Nope.
1: That's why, like, whenever Raiders fan is like, here's the show the team, he, he can't. He, he doesn't can't. have another thing. What is he going to do?
3: That's his thing. Invest
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mark, we'd like to use your head to make a mold of uh, mushrooms. Like, what, like, he's got no other possible employment. <laughs> He needs to outsource every decision he's ever
3: made to somebody else. Football decisions. Starting with Barber. What? Starting with (laughs) Isaac's exact idea. (laughs) Bring in in Taylor Taylor Swift, Swift, who will cause a rift in the Chiefs organization. Travis Kelsey goes to Vegas, teams up with Devontae Adams. You bring Tom Brady back. And if you think Travis Kelsey needs help, he really doesn't. But guess who else shows up? Rob Gronkowski on the party bus.
1: Taylor Taylor Swift lands on a plane, Steve, in Vegas to buy into the team. And who walks her off the plane? Travis Kelsey alongside Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady. Sign me up. Because the NFL is scripted. uh, Edelman. Angelina (laughs) Edelman is is awesome. baggage (laughs) behind him. (laughs) That that is him.
0: (laughs) He's bringing out the bags.
1: And then Josh McDaniel's like,
0: I remember you guys. Let's
1: uh-huh. go. It's like, really excited. That was my Mario voice.
0: We'll just
3: let Tom Brady play or coach. Why not? Let him do the Pete Why Rose not? thing. Let him do the Pete Rose thing. Who's really going to tell Tom Brady what to do? No one ever. Belichick his rookie season and then never again ever?
1: Well, he's mad at the NFL now anyway. Isn't he? front of the show, Nick says, after she buys into the team and breaks up with Travis Kelsey, she can just go down the block and play her breakup song with Travis Kelsey in her residency. And, and that's
3: going to be the biggest banger of all time. Never, Absolutely ever. the biggest song of all time.
1: And then they're going to never, ever, ever, ever get back together, ever. That one's already been done. Oh, For uh, never, for yeah. never, never, for <laughs> never, never? That one? Have your people call my people. You were into touchdowns, and I was into Something that rhymes with touchdowns.
3: Punch clowns. Thank you. You're welcome. That was not not my best word. Mm.
1: (laughs) The number one brand in sports is the University of Texas. The number two brand is the Dallas Cowboys. The number three is the New York Yankees. And the number four, I think, is the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Las Vegas Raiders should not be. If
3: you don't count... The European Champions League? I don't. You probably nailed it. Yeah. You missed the Lakers, but you pretty it's pretty damn close. The Lakers have messed it all up.
1: Have they? They do weird stuff now. Hmm. Pur-
3: I think they're still a huge worldwide brand.
1: Purple and yellow is not the jam. <laughs> Looked around. You just store real quick. Uh, yeah. I was seeing if you had any. You don't. <laughs> it's not even on your radar. You got stuff that looks like Dodgers stuff. You got stuff that looks like Padres stuff. You got stuff... You've got a lot of stuff here at the Albuquerque Duke store. Intersection of Central and Carlisle. Come see the boys. But their color scheme is not the color scheme. They don't hit right.
3: LSU Tigers represent. It's a good purple and yellow team.
1: They're fair. They're fair.
3: The best team in the NFC right now? The Eagles? Minnesota
1: Vikings? Color green?
3: (laughs) Minnesota Vikings are purple and yellow.
1: The Raiders should not have the value they have. That's all I'm saying. Because those other three that we just named, University of Texas at Austin, the Dallas Cowboys, and the New York Yankees, those are all powerhouse brands in huge cities with enormous fandom. Their vibes has changed since they moved. The Raiders are soft now. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's not.
3: We can't just beat people up and cheat anymore.
1: That was kind of their thing. They revolutionized being brutes. Yeah. Hitting you over the. Hitting you over the middle too hard with Jack Tatum and all that. Jack Tatum smack on them. And then they got weird and
3: soft. Smacking you in the nugget pouch when they're in a a pile. (laughs) They
1: did what? They do that all the time. Who's the most famous raider of all time? Is it Bill Romanowski? Who's the most famous raider of all time? Jack Jack Tatum was. Jack Tatum might be. Blackbeard. Uh, John Madden. Van went to a pirate. This <laughs> I said raider, oh, mm-hmm. and he took it. Oh, he took it to pirates. All right, fine. Tuscan. He's now taking it to Star Wars, Steve. He, <laughs> he's. <laughs> that's what he went to. Mm-hmm. You, you know, his mind is not like all the others. <laughs> it's this not guy. the best. It's not the best one.
3: Oh, like Raiders jokes. No, no, no! My mind. Yes. Yeah.
1: I didn't say it wasn't the best one. I said it's just not like all the others. That's accurate. Thank That's you. <laughs> That's the thing, though, right? Like when you when you think about their lineage, and if you do want to say John Madden, I would hear that. I'd hear John Madden. Wait, I mean, players. Lenny knows who are <laughs> the greatest Raider of all time. Steve, Is you taking over that? the host tonight? No, I just I'm, just I'm just saying. saying I mean, I don't know if, who would know, but Lenny might know. Well, yes, he will know. I mean, but I think my answer is correct. Who? I think, I think it's Bo Romanowski. Could be. Marcus Allen, I guess, is the obvious one, but he's not like a tough, tough dude. Oh, Gene Upshaw.
3: Gene Upshaw, that's a good answer.
1: But didn't they have a kicker?
3: You're not going Kenny Stabler?
1: Kenny Stabler. Jim Plunkett, if we're going that way? Jim Plunkett. I'm related to, to Plunkett. Are you trying to say, was Shane Leckler that guy's name? Sebastian Janikowski? Is that yeah. who you're going with? <laughs> yeah. Legend.
3: By the did way, you
0: know? the, Fred, I meant to tell you the Immaculate Grid is my new favorite thing in life. And this is what this is reminding me of in this segment.
1: Most famous player category and then a team? That seemed really hard to me to try and figure that thing out. The I I Immaculate Grid? Oh, we got, <laughs> hey, and we got super lucky on the one we did on air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some of those are incredibly hard. Friend of the show, Lenny. Welcome, brother.
2: Hey, so how? what happened to Lyle Alvado?
1: That's a good, famous Raider. I'm into that.
2: I mean, he's right up there with Ted Hendricks also.
1: We all know it's Bo Jackson. We've just been tiptoeing. Yeah, front.
2: it's it's Bo Jackson. But, I mean, yeah. if you're going to go with somebody who played mean and was crazy, I mean, it was either Gene Upshaw or it was uh, Lyle Alvado and then Romanowski. But I think Romanowski's known more for the Broncos.
1: It's Al Davis. It's Al Davis or Bo Jackson.
2: Those are the two. No, no, no. Then if you're going to do that, it has to be Mark Davis, and then they're going bowl cut.
1: <laughs> Nothing
2: sucks so bad. You know, the, uh, walk, you know, Chucky's father. I mean, can you imagine you're Al Davis, and you don't have to dress up on Mark Davis, and you don't have to dress up for Halloween? <laughs> That's pretty
1: sweet. <laughs>
3: What do you mean you to just walk outside
2: tip? with a butcher knife
1: and you're all set. The texter is saying Art Shell. I think that's a good answer. A good answer. Well,
2: Art Shell is a good one too. But you know, I mean, you got I mean, the Raiders in this in the '70s were a vicious group of people.
1: Yeah, Jim Otto and all those guys.
2: You know, Bo Jackson would have been a Hall of Famer if he decided on one sport.
1: Probably some truth there, yeah. I think his hip decided. Yeah, oops.
2: Yeah, but it was his hip. But you got, I mean, for what he was doing in two sports. If he would have done just baseball, would he have made the Hall of Fame, maybe?
3: I mean, Bo Jackson is the easy stock answer, but I think it would be John Madden. But John Madden is even more famous being a commentator, and being the video game guy.
2: Well, wasn't Bill, didn't uh, Alzeda, wasn't he in Blazing Shadows? Oh No, no, who was the one in Blazing Shadows that knocked the hearts out? The football player.
1: I don't know off the top of my head. I should know
2: that. Oh,
3: Bluto? What was Bluto's name? Uh,
2: I, I think he was a bad, I think he was a raider, but... He reminds me of I was eight. I could see I was eight or doing that, or just picking the, the played, horse up and carrying it with the mice he's someone on the field.
1: Who played Mongo in Blazing's house? Mongo. Not that a was kid, it, Mongo. Think. What was that dude's name?
2: I think he was a bear, though. But I did call in to take my come up and quickly for the Lobo's win.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, they, proved, they proved you very wrong. Alex Karras. I don't know who that is. Alex, Alex Karras. Is, uh, he
2: played, I think, with Chicago. It's
1: a big boy. Big
2: boy, oh, yeah. yeah was the a small, you know, the Lobos
1: was... proved you a wrong, Lenny, over the weekend as they put it on the University of Hawaii, and I hope you, I hope you lost big, Lenny. I, I'm not one that roots for people to lose, but I hope you lost big on that
2: one. No, because I have to bet the same amount on each game for the Lobos, so it just rolls evenly into my plus side. <laughs> okay. You can't get greedy when you're winning, because then you just lose it all. Pigs get fed. So Ponsies, it's the same probably. amount. One stack a game, and you just go with it.
1: you say a whole court? One stack? <laughs> Damn.
2: Yeah, well. Stack. Well, cores. I mean, if anyone knows where a stack is, then they know what the bet is, but that's what I stick with with the low. Was the only team I do it with. Anything else, if you look at my picks this year, I stink. <laughs> <laughs> well, try and basketballs back on
1: Oh, you and you're only like 14 days away from college basketball, so we're like right there.
2: No, well, I'm sorry. You know, I like college basketball until I saw the Lobos men's schedule.
0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Lenny's, laughs> Lenny, aren't Jesus, you a Knicks fan? For it. Well, I'm a Knicks
2: that's... fan, yes, I am, and okay. I did take the over and under on the Knicks this year. Okay, then. All right. Van, what's I'm
1: that
2: sound that live schedule? I dribble? have my schedule for the weeks right. this year to make sure I get my 10 to 12 Nick games in live.
1: But, Man.
2: you know, you, I know where the Knicks are going to be at the end of the season. They're going to be with me at home watching the playoffs after the Lenny, first round.
3: Lenny, did you see the rumors that the Knicks are willing to blow it all up and try to trade for Joel Embiid?
2: Okay. One, Philly's not going to trade. Maury's not going to trade with the Knicks. Period. Of course they're not. Okay, I have a better it's chance a of playing with both my wives at the same time.
3: Oh, my God. I'm rooting for you. Okay.
2: Buddy. okay. And then if the Knicks do that trade and they give up what they're going to say, they have no one left to play with. As it is right now, they're a small team. So of Julius Randle. They're small ball.
3: Brunson and Embiid is better than Harden and Embiid.
2: Okay, but... Daryl Morey has to realize what he did as much as James Harden got to stop trying to force his way out of every team in the league. He should have traded them already.
0: Happy NBA season, by the way, tonight.
2: You, yeah, you lost all of your leverage by waiting till now instead of trading them as soon as the season was over and he opted into his deal.
1: Lenny, we're grabbing a commercial break. Whenever we get back, we're going to compare you to Rachel Draft, who played Debbie Downer on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> the I think Amory already cut him loose. But...
3: You Lenny's, know Lenny's always bringing the heat. He's Appreciate always... a good call.
1: I need him to get behind my Lobos. I need that. If there was one friend of the show I need to win over, it's him. I haven't seen
3: the role players on Lobo basketball yet. I don't know what they're fully capable of, but I'll tell you what, with that backcourt, they're going to be the f- one of the funnest teams to watch in the country this year.
1: Will they have a better start than last year? No. No, they won't. You can't top the start they had last year. Yeah. They're going to be good this year. They're going to be super exciting. It's men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Dan, can you get the update on the NLCS score,
2: please?
3: Sure. That would be my Arizona Diamondbacks one. New Mexico United DWC zero.
1: Okay. Dusty Baker's told a bunch of people he's done managing the Astros.
0: When did he say that?
1: Today.
3: Well, with his management last night, I'm all for it. They got Astros, the second championship, seems out of touch with the players, not making great decisions, except for yanking Christian Javier in the first inning. That was a great decision. Let's get some fresh blood in there. The Astros got Dusty Baker a championship. Good for him. His legacy's intact. Great baseball player, great manager, great for baseball. Invented the high five. Not true. And now put him out to pasture.
1: 74-year-old Baker, (laughs) 26 Major League seasons, 2,183 victories, 1,862 L's. Three pennants, one World Series title, and a long-awaited retirement from everyone who hates wristbands. And toothpicks.
3: That's awesome. He's a legend. He's a legend in the game of baseball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stabilize the organization after that sign stealing scandal in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You're welcome, Major League Baseball. We fell on the sword for you. Who you get? Yadier Molina? Don't do that. I (laughs) swear to God, dude. Oh, yes. Fred's beautiful St. Louis Cardinals fandom would come crashing to the ground. The Houston Astros snagged Yadier Molina from the St. Louis Cardinals. That would be legit boss move. I'd be sick to my stomach. (laughs) I heard that they're talking to Yadier. They're trying to get him to no, get on board. No, you
1: did not hear that. I saw that literally today. That's a lie. That's not a lie. You're just saying a lie. That
3: is not a lie at all. They're really, they're really talking to him. They're trying to make it happen.
1: I'm just going to Google something real quick. Do it. Google I need it. need to check something for my sanity.
3: Google it. I mean, Craig Biggio, right? Like, you, you give Craig Biggio the first call. You give him a chance first.
1: All right, so you're wrong. Steve Palmasano rejoining us. You can hear his uh in the air <laughs> exhale. So Steve did I, Steve I was uh call it? didn't I say the Arizona Diamondbacks were gonna go up one to nothing? No. Steve, you, I you did, did. Call that.
3: You literally I did, did. I did, you did. Steve, you were in the back room working, printing some some more of your amazing merch here at the Duke's team store in the corner of Central and Carlisle in the Knob Hill Shopping Center, and you missed A. Marie playing your Duke's theme song when we came back from commercial. I felt it in my bones. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I thought it would be good to throw it in there on Tuesdays when you guys are live from there. The song's a
3: banger. It's a classic. It's, it's
1: stood the test of time.
0: It's still really good.
1: It looks All right, so according to Fansided.com. Guy near Molina is currently in conversations with the St. Louis Cardinals about a coaching role. Unfortunately, Bob Nightingale recently tweeted that it seems like a long shot.
3: Too many neck tattoos? If a guy with a bunch of neck tattoos I is going to work anywhere, I
1: need you to shut up.
3: it's going to be with the St. Louis just, Cardinals organization. I
1: just need you to just shut up. He's the best.
3: There's not a lot of jobs where you can have a bunch of neck tattoos and be so highly regarded as Yadier Molina is. Number one job for people with neck tattoos? Be
1: Yadier Molina.
3: I mean, be a neck tattooer. Number one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Run for city you council. Get to, you get
3: to be your own billboard. Yeah. You get to have your own neck tattoos and give others neck tattoos. Obviously, job number one. Number two. Probably human trafficker for MS-13. That's probably number two. Number three is catcher slash coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's never been in a better position ever for people with neck tattoos.
1: Okay. <laughs> you also forgot about snitch. I feel like that one is super high on the neck tattoo ranking.
3: Is that like a like a Harry Potter thing? No, is that what
1: that is? I don't know what that is. But okay. I feel like anyone who's ever... Gone oh, to a like, UNM basketball game? Oh no, I'm thinking. Are you of doing Lenny stuff right now? No. <laughs> so I didn't know this. I just read this rumor. Oh, and it's not snitch. It's something else. Snake. You're talking, Snake. About the, you're talking about the Lobo fan. Yes. And I don't know if he has neck tattoos. He wears face paint all the time. Oh, that's right. Apparently, the Cardinals are talking to Craig Council. They publicly said they weren't going to replace Ali Marmol, which, by the way, they should. Oh, they definitely should. He's horrible But you would go with longtime Milwaukee Brewer and manager Craig Counsell. I hate that. Get out of here, Molina, before he goes to manage his best friend Jose Altuve in Houston. The Golden Snitch,
3: often simply called the Snitch, what is that? Was the third and smallest ball used in Quidditch. It was a walnut-sized, gold-colored sphere with silver wings. It flew around the Quidditch field at high speeds, sometimes pausing and hovering in space. The Seeker's goal was to catch the snitch before the other team's Seeker, which was worth 150 points. I've never read or seen Harry Potter, and I knew that. What is that sentence you just said? Something from a dork website that I had to regurgitate for you.
1: I've never seen one second of a Harry Potter movie. I haven't either. I don't know what the intro music to Harry Potter sounds like. But I know enough that it
3: has its place in pop culture and the little wing ball thing that they fly around and try to catch as a snitch. Here are the things
1: I can name about Harry Potter. The main character's name is Harry. Last name Potter. Dad, I, I would have to fact check that. Okay, would you like me to Google that also? <laughs> but I believe that is probably true. Okay. I've never read a book, obviously, in my life. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. What does that mean? What, is that, what are you trying to say? Any book? Friends or is of the show of the- can hear you talk. No, I've never read any book. What would I read a book for? I'm, no reason.
3: Life <laughs> experience, guidance, lessons, not repeating history. What glass house are you two living now, in? Now, hold on. Hear me out. Entertainment? What is the last book you read? Using Your Imagination?
1: That's what I thought, Van.
3: I just finished one yesterday. No, you did and not. You, and you put me on the spot, and I forgot about it. Because you have name.
1: not read a book. You're lying. Amory, hey, what's the last book you read?
0: <laughs> to Catch a Rye. I just finished. No, but I, have, I haven't read that since high school.
3: Two days ago, I finished Still Life with Woodpecker. It's a novel by Tom Robbins. I'm very mad at myself. It immediately. I didn't it immediately. I didn't remember the name of a book I just finished two days ago. And who,
1: Tony Robbins' brother wrote it, you said? Tom. He just looked it Old up. Oh, Tommy. Good dude. Christopher Robin's brother wrote it. Is that what you said? Keep going. <laughs> Ferret Robin's brother
0: wrote it. So
1: Rob, Robin Thick's uncle. Is that what we're doing here? Hey, Marie, what's the last book you read?
0: Break the, breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I'm actually in the end, almost at the end of it. It's a mindfulness a, a, book. Oh, mindfulness. I have a real problem
1: with self-help books.
0: It's okay. not a
3: self-help book. Yeah, it's not a self-help book. Because you're not helping yourself. Someone Uh, else is helping you. They wrote the book to help you. It's not self-help. The guy who wrote it's helping.
1: I have a real problem with that 1990s Oprah Winfrey style. No, I'm not. We're going to endorse a book that helps fix you because you are the center of the universe. Here's the thing. You're not. not talking specifically to you, A. Marie, talking to all the friends of the show. No, it's okay.
3: Are you specifically talking about the book The Secret? I
1: I am specifically talking (laughs) about the book. (laughs)
3: That's funny. That is such a huckster move right there. It's the
1: most move of all time. Hey, and it brainwashed.
3: Hey Fred, I have the secret. If you just think about something, it's going to happen with no work or effort yeah. or talent or ability whatsoever.
0: Manifest.
1: Just
3: conjure it and think about it. Yeah. Opportunity. Manifest it into the universe. It will
1: flow to me.
3: That's the biggest pile of stinky, sweaty, hot, fly-ridden BS in the history of the universe. All time.
0: And Goodness. it
1: brainwashed an It's entire-
0: ask, believe, receive. That's the secret motto.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) You guys don't remember that? Yeah. They tried to say that you could cure
2: your
3: own cancer by thinking about it.
1: Amory, do you remember being a Brentwood baddie and, like, all your Brentwood baddie parents and maybe even yours, like, sitting watching Oprah Daily getting told that they could help themselves if they just pay money for these things. And the whole thing was a huge-ass scam to trick people into spending their hard-earned dollars that they should be spending on their family and actually growing experiences with them. But instead, they're putting themselves at the center of their own universe that they create with this idea that they are special and unique. And here's the thing. Not every single stay-at-home mom can be special and unique if you all are following the exact same
0: secret formula. You're We'd, all the exact same. You know a book I thought of that was big like during that era was the Chicken Soup for the Soul. But yeah, then it sucked. was like Chicken Soup for – it was so depressing. Everything. Chicken Soup yeah. for the whatever. Yeah. yeah. Chicken, chicken soup, soup for, for like f- Two Men On. Yeah.
3: Chicken Soup for the Filipino Immigrant. Yeah. yeah. I was like, come on, man. Chicken Soup you for can't, the – You can't make, a, you can't <laughs> you can't make you one sure. for everyone.
1: <laughs> it should have just been called Chicken Soup for Dummies. Exactly.
3: <laughs> chicken Soup that's for a... the Hungry.
1: Hmm. Amory goes, that's a different book for dummies. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's the
3: literary version of crystals.
1: That's all I'm saying. <laughs> People who claim to read are lying. That's no, all I read.
3: I, I just I finished read. a book two days ago. Fred, I read. read.
1: Or did you listen to it?
0: I think it's important oh, read to read. It. Yeah, I like reading. Keep I your like, keep claim, your brain I going.
3: I, I actually enjoy reading. I, I listen.
0: Britney to it. Spears' book came out today. I'm going to read that bad boy. I'm not kidding. Like I kind of want to read
1: it. It's all out. Everything's, all the good stuff's out.
0: <laughs> I know. Right? The Cliff Notes, they put all over the internet today. I'm like,
1: come on. Who's publishing it? Playboy?
0: I have no idea.
1: I would read that book. Would you read it or listen Okay. Tune in on 95.9 FM and 8 on Pictures Only. The Sports Animal.
0: I make it hack to death. Flex for now i no stranger
1: I make it hot to death to death. Hot to death, to death you can see me flex for now i no stranger straight we went to sleep wokelogy new tracks new ideas is never empty holy shoes are running when they see the queen coming don't flick it up for nothing gotta be doing something update me on the score boys good trouble so real, you would think I got a double Why the Let's see here, what do
3: we have here? It's, LCS it's all knotted up at one bottom of the second, two out You got the scoring player, what's up? Nah no. <laughs> We're talking about books, this just turned into a literary program. A bomb
1: hit a bomb Who did? Bomb.
3: It was a bomb bomb B A H M. It was the end of a law and order episode.
1: Bomb, 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 bomb. Nope. Bomb, oh. bomb. Bom. That's awesome. You go with what guy are you there if you're the Philly snack? Because so I'm looking at this lineup. I thought anything would have changed. But this is the lineup. This is the only one they ever use. And I thought in a game seven, whatever, whatever. Maybe you drop Schwarber down. Maybe you move Castellanos up. Maybe you try to make some changes. Nope.
3: This is literally their best lineup. This
1: is the one they always use. This
3: is the one they've used. I mean, Castellanos was in the five hole for a long time, which is a good move. Stott's no joke. But, though. like, having Castellanos down in the lineup is like having a second cleanup hitter. Yeah. you got a big power bat at the bottom.
1: There's no breaks through it. There's no, there's no point in that lineup where you're like, oh, there's two guys in a row. And that's
3: and that's a thing that managers do in October is they overmanage and screw up
1: what got them all the way there
3: in the first place.
1: And Rob Thompson, who, by the way, I think is a good manager. I agree. He's like, um, we'll go out and uh, dance with the girl we brought. I'm like, I kind of love that. Yeah, same. Same lineup for all seven games of this series. I thought for sure. Like, we didn't – I guess we didn't talk about this off air, but last night we're at Howie's i like, we just got to change it up. You didn't produce any last time. Like, you got to – anything different. Nope. And bomb hits one. Okay. You guess I'm wrong.
3: That's what the Phillies have to do to win. They are not going to be successful in this game unless their sluggers. Put them over the fence. The, Philly, s- the Phillies don't have the speed. They're not going to steal bases. They're not going to take extra bases on the base path. They have to get people on and then hit bombs. They've
1: Amazing. outscored the Diamondbacks by 11 runs. I didn't realize it was that high.
3: How are they doing in wins? Tied. Huh, that's weird.
1: You're from there, right, Arizona?
3: Yeah, lifelong Phoenician Van Nunley, big Diamondbacks fan, born and bred.
1: It's just not true. What, what isn't? You're a fan of the loser Houston Astros who recently lost. Why
3: would you say that? As a child that is, that of... Is mean. As a child of the Salt River Valley, who's never missed a Diamondbacks game his whole life, the biggest fan. I mean, they call me, like, the D-backs fanboy. Okay, look, I don't know if you're you're listening at home. I mean, you can't see it, but on TV you could see my D-backs fanboy. I got a snake that just wraps all the way around my bicep. Sweet. Big D-backs guy right here.
1: We go around the NBA whenever we get back because it's opening night. For a round ball on the court. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Steps is one of your travel in <laughs> NBA basketball. <laughs> they don't call
2: anymore.
1: Some of these off-air conversations, Avery's like, I'll hold the dump. Like, I don't care like, you guys are not to be Smart. Denver up by nine at the half. Ooh. Los
3: Angeles, Lake Ars. That's par for the course.
1: Totally. It's about what I
3: had it. It's about where
1: I had it. Leading scorer in the first half, a guy named Nikola Jokic, 19 points, 8 of 14 from the field, Anthony Davis. Right Hold behind. on. Yep. Nikola Jokic? Yep. The
3: horse racer?
1: I don't know. That guy,
3: heard. Basketball?
0: It's an
1: Arizona
0: thing. I met him. I met him. Later, we have Suns my home Warriors. Team. Ooh, I love
3: the Suns because I'm from Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Diamondbacks Bad. fan. Dan Nunley. Never been to Houston once ever.
1: It's all Jokic for the Nuggets. There's no other players in double digits. LeBron James, because I know you care. Ten points on the board. Five for nine from the field.
3: Hold on. Let me guess. Ten points, five rebounds, five assists. All the time. That's halftime. That's him. Let me guess. At the end of the game, 10 points, 9 <laughs> rebounds, 9 assists. He is him. Does he still playing. Average a he? triple-double in his
1: 60s. Also, because uh, somebody will cry if we don't, yeah. uh, the Celtics. Me- New Mexico State, who plays on Tuesdays now, chasing six against uh, Louisiana Tech.
3: Oh, they got that. How so? Because um, I've done my research. Oh, um, yeah? yeah, it's like vaccines. I believe in Daniel Pevia. I think he's that dude. Four for five, 49 yards. Just give him a shot. Give him a little more time. A they're couple play- more drives.
1: They're playing on a Tuesday.
3: They're going to turn it around.
1: Am I confused about how college football works now?
3: They put one every day. They're up against everything except for Sunday and Monday football. And sometimes they still are.
1: Hank Bachmeyer, two scores for Louisiana Tech. Oh both on the ground. You say Brockmeyer? No. No relation? That's not what I said, so okay. it couldn't be a relation. Sweet. Steve, you want your NHL scores? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about I hockey. do I care about hockey. Hey Marie. Every NHL hockey? team is playing tonight.
1: Van, do you care about hockey because it's back or do you care about <laughs> hockey because how they feel? about the lgbtq plus community which one
3: um well if i was allowed to use any tape right now i'd tape up my microphone right now not allowed to to use rainbow tape so
1: bummer no pride jerseys talking about pride jerseys hey marie you don't uh follow sports the right way this (laughs) is beyond sports hockey has this bigger than sports
0: i actually know this i just don't think you should take away from hockey and make it political
1: well, oh, you, like the way they pay forty-five different national anthems before the game—that doesn't make it political. Doo, like, is that what you're talking about? Doo, doo. What is that? Is
3: that the a Maple Leafs
0: beat the Capitals.
1: Don't care. Cop- capital
3: of what? Which country? The mm-hmm. Lightning
0: are beating they, they the beat Hurricanes. The, they beat
1: the Capitals because the you Canadians do, and well, Devils are tied. Lightning beat the Hurricanes. Yes. Wow. My goodness. Now, when they beat the Capitals, is it just the capital letters of LGBTQ+, is that what they beat?
0: And then is Avalanche that... is up 2-1 to one to the Islanders. Why are all these teams natural disasters? And then Kraken and the Red Wings are ducked. Another duck. natural disaster, the Kraken. Stars and Penguins are tied. Hockey is very fatalist. Do all
1: NHL fans love hockey or just hate LGBTQ? And then
0: Sharks and Panthers. R zero five zero. Five,
1: two, four, six, zero six, ten. You Let's don't have know time. You like hockey because it's not the sport; it's the culture.
0: And then there's six more games after our this.
3: Eastern Europeans, yeah, who hate the gays worse than the Correct. NHL. We, we got
0: the Bruins beliefs. and Blackhawks are zero zero, and the Ducks and Blue Black Jackets Hart. are zero zero. That's it. I hate the NHL.
1: I, I like. I don't hate a lot of stuff. Most stuff I just don't care about. Most stuff is I'm oblivion. I don't care. I hate the NHL. They are cowards. They're the worst. They're cowards. The only thing that's good about the NHL is making fun of the NHL because it's so easy.
3: Oh, it's just the lowest of low-hanging fruit.
1: Low-hanging pucks. Ugh. I, under, I even understand the game. I get it. But the fandom around it, their belief system stupid.
3: You can catch me at a lot of Ice Wolves games. I'll tell Ice you that Wolves. much
1: love the yeah. Ice Wolves. You can, hey, use, you can use rainbow tape if you're playing for the Ice Wolves. That's a problem that the NHL is going to have, too, because they're going to get a bunch of young kids who get it, that people that love the NHL right now, they're going to call new NHL players woke, and they're going to be real upset. But They're going to get a bunch of people into their league that don't hate other people for no reason. That's what the NHL is swimming in, in their ice ponds. Fire <laughs> me up.
3: Frozen ice ponds.
1: So stupid. Okay. I'm glad the NBA is back. You know what the NBA is about? Equal voice. Equal everyone. everyone. Representing everyone. Cool jerseys and fun social media. And Steve, if you want, they'll 3D scan your body and put it in a highlight reel of you dunking as LeBron James, your favorite player. They will?
3: Yes. Literally, they will do they that. They get it. It's sweet. How, who do I call? You just got to go download <laughs> the app. It's oh, like an yeah. app. Oh, yeah. yeah. the app.
1: Also, I'm low-key a little bit weird about giving 3D scans of my bodies to other people, but you guys do you. I'm in on that. I don't You're not going to do it? Well, I didn't do 23andMe. You know? I'm it's, not
3: really concerned you know. about what people think about my skin sack that I'm hanging out in, so the NBA can have it,
1: too. I just don't want anyone. So you didn't do Ancestry? No, absolutely not. I'm terrified of that. Why?
3: I did, 20, I did 23andMe, and my credit score went up 50 points. That's how <laughs> wide I am.
0: Ouch. <laughs> I got a brother out of it. Sorry. That's what I'm talking about. What? Yeah. He's awesome. He's a 49er fan, so he's not talking to me today. Nice. Can I meet him? He He's in North Dakota, so he won't come to the party that we're planning in the future. He won't
3: anywhere. He's in North Dakota. Yeah.
0: Well, that's where I was born, like how you were born in Phoenix.
3: Yeah. Known Phoenician Van Nunley.
1: Diamondbacks fan. Big thank you to Steve Palmisile and the Albuquerque Duke store for having us out today. Let's go! Thanks for showing up. Showing up and showing out, baby. I got here a lot of hours before the show, and Steve's like, it felt like a lot. Wow, you've been here all day. Bam, final words. Hot New Mexico
3: State Aggies and NLCS takes happening tomorrow morning on the opening
1: drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, everyone, GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Steve Palmson, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Thank you